for most of the time. She doesn't like when we talk. Well, we do talk loud. It's like, what are you saying fuck for, you know? <laughs> and you're one of the biggest F-bombs. Yeah, no kidding. I, I don't disagree with that. That's what's... Hey, we were listening one time. Amy's like, Nick swears a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, I, I've heard that from a few people. Yeah. And this is like the only time I swear. Like at the office, I don't drop really? F-bombs or anything. No, not really. I'm pretty chill. You only swear time. when you're recording yourself? This is like the one adult time I get, you know. And when you're working with colleagues, thank and you stuff for not like saying that. adulting. Adulting 101. No, it's, it's like scratching a blackboard. <laughs> I think we're recording. Hey, everybody! Welcome. To you're going to get disease with Luke, Jonah, and Nick. Hey, buddies. Hey, guy. I'm Jonah. Duh. There, you go. there like, you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I like the last episode. He was like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes, "Oh, oh, yeah." Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, we said yeah, goodbye to was very uh, Jonah last week. Yeah, you were you were you were there. Yeah. It was funny because when we started recording, you were like you, you were coherent, and by the end of the show, you weren't even drinking except for that pumpkin ale, and you just sounded really bad by the end of the show. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we listened to it yesterday driving to the game, and you sounded good up until about thirty minutes in. It's like the alcohol finally like settled in your brain. Well, I was drinking more when we, when I was there. A yeah. beer. Oh, so a beer. It was just A-beer. refreshing the system. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> You're rebooting. <laughs> but it was like it was like a like video game super move that he pushed at the beginning <laughs> to get his words out, and then the super move wore off, and he went back to normal. I think there was one point you were like disagreeing with Luke, and it was and it's not a team sport. And it's, uh, it's not a team. Uh, it's it's you got individuals. Uh, I think. I wasn't very being very uh, coherent with what I, we were I trying to get like out there. that by two minutes because Did it you? was the same argument back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, you guys have made your points. But hey, what are you going to do? We just celebrated, or at least, uh, what? It's not even a celebration. Our boy Jimmy's leaving. The guy that we've constantly oh, mocked on this show. <laughs> he's still got some weeks left. I told him we'll <laughs> June get, to, 12th, I think get together done. and watch a game yeah, uh, before then. So yeah. we should. We got to get out one night when the the Cubs and the Sox are playing at like night at seven. And last night's so- yesterday's afternoon Sox game was one of the most I, embarrassing. Okay, I oh was going to ask dude. you. Um, oh, it was, I was working. We the went bar yesterday. We went so. to uh, uh, the Cubs game. We had Skybox. Yep. Great day, beautiful. beautiful weather. Had some beers. Sure. Had a lot of food. Delicious. Met Tom Ricketts. I saw a picture. Yeah. That's cool. Um, well, he was in the next box over, and Jonah points over there. Goes, hey, look. And I go, and I look, and they had the dessert cart had just come. So I see everybody with cake. I'm like, like, ooh, oh, dessert. dessert cart. And he goes, no. <laughs> he goes, look. <laughs> and I like focused. I'm like, oh, it's time. So I walked over there, and I said, hey. When he know, says walked, he means he jumped up and said, hey, hey. I, I go, can I get a picture with you? He goes, yeah, I'll come around. So he came around to the booth, and I, uh, you know, I went in, and Jimmy Clark, who's the Miller guy that I'm pretty tight with, he's like, comes, he's like, get in, get in here, because he didn't know that I'd seen him. And uh, I came in, and he's like, this is the guy you gotta, this is the guy you gotta meet, like me, because he knows I'm a, you know, a big fan, and I, I thanked him for everything he did for the team, and he said, yeah, it's a good day. He goes, I approve of your shirt because I had my Try Not to Suck shirt, which is the, uh, <laughs> you know, the 100% goes to charity for Joe Matt, one of Joe Madden's charities, and. Um, how did, you, did you ask him how he felt about Trump? No, I didn't say a word. Uh, <laughs> There's a big rivalry. Luke, and I Luke didn't was realize. very much a very giddy child. <laughs> what I, I mean, like, well, well, another guy asked funny. him a question, and he started really getting into, like, he, he, didn't, he wasn't very vanilla and generic. He, he, started, he, he asked him a question about Madden, and he heard him. He goes, that was the one I was most surprised about. He goes, 
didn't expect it. He goes, and then everything fell into place when what's his name went to the Dodgers, and then Madden opted out, and we were like, oh. Well, they're huge Cub fans, the Ricketts family, aren't they? Like, I growing went, up with growing up with the team. I went back and I looked uh, Ricketts up because I realized I didn't really know much about him and his family, and I didn't realize he's his father started TD Ameritrade, which is where all my money's invested. Um, <laughs> which I would have brought up, and I would have been like, "Hey, all my money's with you guys." Uh, um, Don't but he <laughs> he was he grew up in Nebraska and went to college at the University of Chicago. Um, and became a huge Cub fan. He actually met his wife in the bleachers at Wrigley. Um, and he lived that's, where the sports cute. corner is, where we had a drink yesterday. Those mm-hmm. used to be apartments. He actually lived there his freshman year of college. So his memories are invested in the team, which is probably the right guy you want that has the, the car owner keys. is yeah. a huge fan. And that's yeah, what matters. That's good. Um, so, yeah, there was a good day, and we left, and you know we're, we're driving down Lakeshore Drive, and we had the, rate, the score on listening to the postgame. And when we left... Uh, you know, we had we, had, we were watching the scoreboards up on the you know they put all the scores up mm-hmm. at Wrigley and uh, the Sox were up seven to one. And it was like then, the eighth inning, like in the yeah, it's the ninth so, inning. I think they got all their runs. So in the middle of it, they're like talking about the Cubs post game. He goes, and the Sox will be out of first place by the end of the day as they gave up seven runs in the bottom yeah. of the ninth. And, and I watched it. I was I like, it. oh my god. So and this my, is the second time this has happened this season. We were up, I think, uh, nine to two a couple weeks ago, and really? we dropped that game. Like well, I know this is like the worst, like ninth inning kind of. I think it's six, six, run, ever, six runs in the ninth inning. Given well, actually, they gave up seven because they they, they gave up one. Seven. They gave up seven, and that's ninth, that's yeah. <clears throat> that's got to be close in the top five. <laughs> so all time comeback. Well, I wanted to ask you as sure, a, sure. What is your level of pain? I mean, I know. The Cubs lost a walk off. They were up three to one on the Cardinals. Cardinals ended up tying it and then hitting the walk off. I I saw that I game felt, too. I uh, felt angst in my stomach the whole next day until they went out and just kicked the fuck out of the Cardinals that night. I I, I will be completely honest with you. I was mad for maybe five minutes, and then I redirected on something else and completely <laughs> forgot about the game. And I I was probably more angry because I saw it happen. And it's if I if I would have heard about it. I would have never been as Shake angry. your head. Yeah, I'm like, off. come on, guys. But the fact that I saw it, mm-hmm. I I was like, hate, you know, hating the socks. I was saying bad things under my breath when people were at the bar. And again, I got over it fairly quickly. And I think it's it really comes down to the fact that, you know, nobody expected him to be in first place. You don't want to see him lose like that. But at the same time, like, well, you know. It's just one game. Let's hopefully we can regain. Well, that it, leads you know. to my next question. Yeah. I mean, they've lost like what Thir- thirteen, 13 out of seventeen. They've, they've or... lost five in a row, and and, the and they still have a better record than I want to say like over half the league. So I oh, mean, oh yeah, they started yeah. so hot. Yeah, but is this? Let me ask: Is this a symptom of a problem, or is this them coming back to what they should have been? The Sox shouldn't have been in first place. I'm happy that they are, and this is them coming back down to earth. Okay, then 100. If they so. shouldn't have been in first, you're Kenny Prohl. All right. Do I change anything? <laughs> what do you question? do? Well, yeah, you change something. You got to change something. What are you doing? Is you it is it Robin Ventura? Yeah. Robin Ventura's got to go. Is it Rick Hahn? I, I, Robin, is it what I, pieces do you need to? Who do you keep? You don't. You don't keep Robin Ventura. You get rid of him. I think he is. Uh, I don't want to say a hack, but I don't think he should have ever been the manager of the White Sox. I was against him being hired in the first place. 
I think he is way it's like when too... I made my nephew a manager at the, at the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> my nephew Kyle. He is so <laughs> leisurely and laid back. And you know what? That only works for a few coaches or a few managers, and he is just not the guy to lead this team. He's got no spark. He, it, it, for me, Robin Ventura seems the exact same whether we win five in a row or we lose five in a row. And I cannot stand that when somebody's looking, well, you know, it happens. Oh, well, yeah, you know, it happens. Well, like, yeah, dude, he said it happens, and yeah. the guys on the radio this morning were going, no, it doesn't! No. This, this is not something that just happens. A 7 one loss doesn't happen. And you know what? I Again... Every team in the history of Major League Baseball, their fans have seen a game like that where you're like, I can't believe this shit. Sure, yeah. sure. I, I saw I the. I remember the. That, but don't be, I remember the Cubs going into extra innings and Andre Dawson hitting a grand slam in the top of the eleventh or whatever, and them losing that game. <laughs> oh god! I remember that and going, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, do you I, trade Sale? No. Is is Sale tradable? I don't think so. I think you got to build around that. He's your ace starter. You keep him. Uh, what the bullpen is just well. Here's here's to the point where it's it's like you can't trust any of our relievers. And I think to trade away Sale to get the back end of the roster is almost you know. I I don't think you can touch him right now. Here's my my thought. Yeah. I was talking to Jimmy and Jared Fogle the other night, and. <laughs> I love that. That's at sticking. first I said. <laughs> at first I said, It'll "Just be Fogel. Um, It'll just be Fogel eventually." Yep. You know. Oh, you you know you can't trade sale. But then I I I flipped it in about two seconds. My thought process because you're looking at a team that isn't going to one spend a lot of money. No, they never will. Um, can't, can't spend, spend a lot of money because mm-hmm. they don't they don't generate the revenue that the other teams do. Mm-mm. Um. Except they're gearish, salty gang members, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they don't generate. So they have to build through the draft, and the way they the way they hover around the middle, the way they do, yeah. they're not getting the high draft pick. So they either mm-hmm. need. My thought would be to trade sale. You really want sale on your team, don't you? <laughs> well, trade them to the Cubs, that'd be wonderful. But if I'm if I'm the GM and I get a guarantee from the owner that I have five years to rebuild, mm. you know, the way Epstein said five years, I'm trading sale, I'm trading Cabrera, I'm trading Abreu. Because by the time they build it up, they're not gonna have the have those guys in their prime anyway. You, you and know. I would I would dump I would be getting the high draft picks. I would be trading for, you know, I trade sale for seven prospects and I would rebuild my farm system because I think that's the only way the White Sox are ever going to become. When's the trade deadline for baseball? End of July. End of July. I think they're going to go and not make a move. I tell you what I think is going to happen. They're not going to do Well, they didn't make a move last year. They're going to do the exact same thing that they did last year and they're going to hope beyond hope that this team can gather. A nice another roster of wins uh, together to bring some fans in. I don't think they're going to touch a thing. They're not going to do a thing until the end of this season. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to live and die with the team that I have right now. As and far as gotta, trade, I don't think you touch sales. And they right. have – Todd Frazier's a great player. I said that when they got him. Uh, Laurie seems to be doing good at second. Eaton's doing good and right. Yeah. And they're two starters. I mean, they moved sale up. Um 
and the guys on the radio were criticizing it. Why don't you pitch him against Matt Harvey and the Mets? That's a sure win. Matt Harvey's – and I was like, because they're not playing for one win. They're playing for take take out the Royals, get back in first place because yep. they're like all right there. And then you got Quintana going tomorrow against a guy who can't hit the freaking broadside of a barn with his fastball. And you could win right there two in a row. And then they could be right back in it. But that is almost like a – you know, like tickling your balls a little yeah. bit, but not gonna not gonna finish you off. I, then... I'm I'm not holding out. Like, I'm not saying the Sox are gonna fade. I think they're they're still in a great position to win this uh, division based on how you know the division has already started. Like KC is already starting to rise up, and mm-hmm. Cleveland's starting to rise up. But and KC's missing three or four of their hitters yeah, now we for could, two to injuries. We could sneak in. If we can stay consistent, you're making a deal, Kenny. Yeah. Kenny Prohl, at the at the, right. the trade deadline, you got three moves to make. What are you doing? Shit, I don't know. And I, yeah, I don't I need don't specifics. Yeah, like I'm I, trading for Mike Trout. You know, no. I mean, like, what, what holes are you filling? Ariette is going to come on the team and replace <laughs> our third starter. No, I don't. I really don't know. I don't know what to do. I know Jared and Jimmy probably came up with like three consistent things right away that they would trade up. And if got, I'm uh, if if I'm your GM. I'm getting you a catcher. We need another reliever for sure. And I'm getting you some bullpen help, yeah. and I'm getting you a starter. That's a tall order, sir. Like, who's available yeah. and who's... Well, <laughs> I'm just asking you, <laughs> Kenny Prohl. Yeah, but those are three great ideas. <laughs> I would love to see Well, I mean, that's that's what I'm going for if I'm in that position. You, you know, it's it's funny. I was just reading about the or old I'm five dumping White everything. Sox. You know, do you remember who we got after the trade de- or right before the trade deadline? On it was on waivers. Jeff Blum, of all the guys we got in 05, was this. And he got a game winning hit. And in the he World got Series a game winning home run in his the former World team. Series. And and it's just amazing. Like things like that happen. So you know. I, I don't want to count Kenny Williams out as far as managerial skills. He knows what he's doing, and then right now it just seems like he's not doing enough. So hopefully he can pull together one of those three by the time the trade deadline ha- happens. And I think if I had to pick one of those, I think he should get a bullpen guy uh, before anything else. But that's just All right, me. as Kenny Prohl, last question. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ask me to stay out of White Sox business? Uh, Luke Pascal needs to stay out of White Sox business. That's good. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You, Jody, have any reference to that whatsoever? No, I have no idea. All right, so in 05, Frank Thomas was criticizing the team. Uh, and that's after Frank Thomas had already technically, I think, retired because he was on the team at the beginning of the year or something along those lines. But beside the point, um, he was criticizing Kenny Williams. It might have even been the year afterwards, and Kenny Williams has an I think interview. it was after. Yeah, Kenny Williams has an interview, with, and all he says is, Frank Thomas needs to stay at a white sauce business. Right. So now I said it about Luke anytime he – Ask me questions. Ask questions. Kenny Prohl. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it's funny that I just feel like I've, I've thought about your team more than you have. I got a cute message. <laughs> I got a cute message here. Uh, I'll read it to you guys. Uh, remember our friend Agent Mouse? Yes. Agent Mouse wrote, Mouse wrote us yesterday. Oh, okay. She's uh, not doing her job. She's not a really no, good no, agent. She's, she's like been, a sleeper she's agent. She's a sleeper agent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She, wrote, she writes Hi there. I'm on family vacation right now, and we started at the Grand Canyon. We spent a few days hiking. Now we're spending a few days out in Vegas. Nice. We literally just pulled up to our hotel behind a taxi. The doors of the taxi opened, and women got out of the cab, flanked by her friends. She stood right in front of our uh, SUV, threw her hands up, and yelled, Woo! (laughs) 
I was in Vegas for less than two minutes before our first encounter with a woo girl. <laughs> so I thought you would enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Agent Mouse, did you assassinate her? Dude, you can't kill you are, like ants. You are licensed to kill. <laughs> Wait, just yesterday, Luke and I were discussing next time we go to a game, taking a limo or a car or something so we don't have to drive. And you yourself said that we would be the woo guys when we got there. Woo. We'd pull up the pull up the Wrigley, get out of the I'd car, like, and go woo. I'd be like woo. <laughs> We're at Wrigley, woo. Um, I asked a guy what he would give me for our skybox yesterday. Not a very good salesman because no. he just waved his hand at me and walked away. He was like, "Tickets? You got tickets to sell?" And I said, "Well, what would you give me for skybox?" He goes, "Are you selling?" I said, "I'm curious what you would give me." And he goes and just what's, waved his hand at me. What's the face value on a skybox? Hell, if I know, they're yeah, owned by the owned by the. Uh, Corporation, they buy in bulk. Oh, Jonah's looking it up. You got right. the no, I had, thought I still had it on. No, there's no, there there's no on price it. on it. it. Didn't say anything on it's, it. They get a they get a, st- a stack a of them for each or game, like that. So they buy them in bulk. Oh Jesus! I would <laughs> imagine that's got to be thousands upon thousands of dollars, right? I, I ate so much yesterday oh God, that I I shit three times last night. <laughs> Did I ever mention the story about the? Uh, <laughs> I um, had I had a, a combo sandwich. I had a pulled pork I had a meat sandwich. sandwich. I had a sandwich with meat on meat on meat. Oh, the Juanita Jordan uh, sweet at uh, United Center. Did I ever mention that on the show? I don't know. No. Pose Gay, back when he worked for the radio station. I can't remember which station he worked for here. Uh, they shared... Uh, 88.1, the lock? No, it wasn't 88.1. <laughs> they shared a sweet with uh, Juanita Jordan uh, at the United Center. So it was like a part-time co-payment thing or something like that. Why the Jordans didn't buy their own suite is beyond me. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, you think he could just take the yeah, row if the, he wanted. Take a couple of know? them, yeah. So anyway, um, he's like, hey, you want to go to a Blackhawks game? And this has got to be 2000 or 2001. And I'm not sure, but it's back when the team was not even uh, competing for yeah. anything. They were in dead last, and maybe there were 2,000 fans at the United States. Before Center. the old man passed away. And, and I was like, hey, uh, yeah, sure, sounds good. He's like, well, great. We got these uh, these box seats, uh, uh, the club level. Mm-hmm. So we go in, and he's like, all right, so there should be like a bunch of guys from the radio station coming, so there'll probably be like 18 to 20 in the suite. And I was like, that's cool. I'll just be calm and drink my beer and eat my food. <laughs> we get there, not one other person. Nobody showed up. Just you and Steve. So me and Pose Gay had an entire open bar, and they brought in a food cart with all the stuff that Luke's talking about, like pulled pork and uh, Italian beef sandwiches. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Lay out in the middle of the box and pour beers down his throat. (laughs) So for two and a half periods of hockey... We just got slammed, and that'd and be a good time. It was yeah. awesome. I always enjoyed hanging out with Steve. That's part of the reason I rip him so much now, is because he <laughs> just he put me at arm's length for some unknown reason and never went back. You know what the sad part about that? I don't know how we got home. Like now that my memory is like, I know we probably hung around the stadium for a while, but I'm sure we didn't just drive because yeah. we were fucking hammered. So it's like when we went to the Bears game and doing uh, car bombs right before the the yeah. game. You mean Allison? Was you there? No, it was us three. Was you there? Was you there? <laughs> no, because I I let up. And then Allison I yelled at you the entire way home. Oh, she was like, <laughs> you got to see this. I, this I'm Nick's in the front seat. I'm driving. And I look in the rearview mirror, and Allison's like slumped down uh, yep. in the middle. Her shoulder's like down more on one side. Just this like surly look on her face. And that's how she became surly parole because I'd say, Nick and I were like talking about baseball. We're like, 
I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. The Cubs aren't going to be very good. They got this and this. And Shut like, up yeah, with I your think we should stupid do this. team. Yeah, your stupid team because they suck. <laughs> you know, from the backseat. I'm like, we are pretty surly. You're surly pro. Like, no matter what Luke would try to say, it was just like, shut up. It sucks. <laughs> the team is terrible. That's uh, when she saw uh, Choli at the game. And uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember you were talking about that. And she's like, I saw Choli up there. And she's like, I think I need to go say hello now. And I go, did she see you? No. Then you don't need to say hello. Do you want to say hello? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of feel obligated to say because, like, you guys were broken up for how long at that point? This is 2006 or seven or something I like that. I I, I, it's after our wedding. But at the same time, like, if you see somebody's ex, do you, do you feel obligated to go up and say hi? Or do you just like, well, they broke up, so screw you. And if you were overly friendly with them, maybe, but like. Well, never not friendly with. But him, you weren't you weren't friends. You were acquaintances. You this only is knew the her biggest because... problem I had with Rich because he would go. He would date a girl for like a year, and then you would see them at the same gatherings. And be like, "Don't talk to that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some topics for the day. Uh, what do you want to start off with, Hulk Hogan or Johnny Depp? Don't care. Oh, Luke, you look excited, Mike. Yeah, he, he, he really wants to talk about either of them. I Come think. on, this is what's making the rounds today, Johnny Depp. And his uh, wife Amber Heard, who is bisexual and hot, she's she's extremely hot. Um, I just saw on Facebook an article that says Johnny Depp was in a fight in, in Bolingbroke. It was definitely a true article. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, she is accusing him of uh, spousal abuse. Yep, and he physical and mental abuse and. He chucked her cell phone at her head, and she posted pictures of it, or at mm. least somebody else posted pictures of it. She's got a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. And he offered her money not to say anything, and she instead filed for divorce. I got to tell you, of all the guys I wouldn't picture being abusive, Johnny Depp. Why? I, I assume know. he's he got just, like 18 different personalities. and I, I, mean, I, I You know what? He's I'll, so I'll, off I'll tell the you wall. why. He always seemed calm. Calm, soothing. It's just more more relelaxed than because anything you're else. falling prey, and it's common. A lot of people, oh, he's most an people, actor. do it, yeah. but they fall prey to the image put forth by the publicists and in their interviews. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't put a lot of stock in actor slash celebrity opinions because they're you know they're saying one thing, but they have this whole other private life that they are very often contradicting themselves. You know, go back to uh, that slob Michael Moore who's screaming. (laughs) Really holding on to that Michael Moore. Well, (laughs) but who screams on and on about the 1%, but he's one of the 1%. He flies around in a fucking private jet. I mean, that is... I you you could bring any conversation back to Michael Moore. I could, probably. (laughs) I could. Um... But I mean, that's so. What do I know about Johnny Depp? I know that he I love his acts acting. in movies with a very bad director. Not often. all of them. <laughs> um, he lived in France for a while, and he was married to somebody, and now he's married to this woman. Mm-hmm. And that's about all I know about him. And I know he's, you know, but people like, oh, I can't believe Johnny Depp. Would, well, why? Because he does portray that image, and I've always pictured him more of the pot smoking. Laid back drug user than uh, yeah. See that because uh, of that drug use, I I see it not as being a possibility and not being that surprising to me because he has a history of being an alcoholic and a drug addict and 
Yeah, being and, crazy. And he's I mean, a method actor, right? So he's the one of those guys. He gets into his characters. He's he's, he's very through, yeah. yeah. So, but more power to her for not, you know. I mean, he for not backing off Hunter for standing up for years. So like, this, this standing be, up to this guy and saying, "No, fuck you. You don't hit me." This is the update uh, that just happened like two hours ago. Did he did he have Tim Burton light the bruise on her face so that no one could see it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, there's apparently a celebrity named Kara Delavine. Delavine, uh, she's 23 years old. The reason Johnny Depp was upset with Amber Heard is because he or she was cheating on him with her. Nice. So, yeah, I just I was waiting for your like Carrie who? Kara Kara Delavine. Nice. She's 23. Amber Heard's 30. So that's a nice sandwich. Kara with a K. Let's see. C A R A. Yeah, I can spell. C-A-R-A. So they're both looking this up right now. I'm <laughs> yeah, just curious. You know. whether to see it. Well, I'm just looking to see what actually what it says about oh, Johnny Depp at the wow. time. Like, Is she hot? Um, what do you think, Luke? Now, I would click on that link <laughs> if it was videoed. His lawyers are completely denying uh, all of the allegations against Amber Heard. Yeah. She's all right. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that before. <laughs> That's who Amber Heard is. Or was that Amber Heard? Which no, I think that was Cara Delevingne. That was really? I thought that yeah. was... Either way. This is Amber Heard. He's going to show us the same picture. Take their twinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... How is Johnny Depp upset with this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was involved. I think that might be... So you get involved. <laughs> How do you hit somebody for that? I'm I'm sorry, baby. I know you're cheating on me, but man, uh, she's hot. She's 23 and hot. <sighs> well, I guess we're we've always talked about this too. We talked about it on Bill Cosby. How come everyone's so quick to take her side of the story? I'm I'm just being devil's advocate. At well, this the, point. The, the, I'm pretty it's, sure it's he did just, it, but it's just a claim. It's not actually. I mean, there's right. No, I mean, you know, but I it, it, it people are very quick also to don't don't victim blame. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so you almost have to. But I. I don't know if he did or he didn't, and if the facts come out that he didn't do it, well, good. You know, then she's a bitch for doing that. But I mean, his ex-wife is saying that she is, she doesn't believe it could happen. So I'm just re- reading stuff about it, and his ex-wife has come out and said that she thinks that he, he could never yeah I don't beat a woman or abuse a woman. There was uh, there was some sort of thing that he, uh, she went after him four years ago, and she brought it up. Uh, there was a, there was a prior to this or something along those lines, and just leaked. So yeah, I hope he didn't do it, man. It's kind of depressing because I like Johnny Depp. I'm going to watch Fear and Loathing. And Maybe that's why he got in that fight out. in Bolingbrook the other night. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of our celebrity friends, uh, I'm going to trial. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the statute of limitations is not up for Bill Cosby because he is actually being brought to trial for the 2004 accusation that he uh, did the old uh, pill in the drink and the cappuccino. So. Like so did you see the check that's no no you know i read this article and it was like she was you know in charge of some sports thing and da 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 and and bill cosby found her attractive and was attractive to her and tried to cultivate this relationship with her god damn i mean she is one fugly woman <laughs> Ugly people can be abused too, Luke. It's true. I didn't say I didn't. I did nothing to do with whether she was abused or not. I'm just making a making an observation on her 
very manly looks. So with everything that you know about our good friend Cosby, and he's actually... He's worked his way raping all the good-looking women, and now he's, <laughs> he's on he's, to this he's chick. He's out of those. <laughs> he, he already has uh, admitted in a deposition that he gave people... Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to be administered into this case for sure. Do you think he's going to jail for the rest of his life? I. I mean, this case, case will probably happen I'm a year from now. I'm not even going to begin to. Um, I will reference the O.J. Simpson trial and say I have no idea what's going to happen considering How many that, charges does he have that guy was. Well, it's just this, with this one woman, but at the same time, she's the only one that. Has the the statute of limitations not working against her? So, so there's she, just one count. It's just of, one count. But I, then they bring in all the character witnesses. They're going to run this all. But I don't see how one count come, of that would would put him in jail for the rest of his life. It, well, he's like eighty, right? So if he gets ten years in prison, I, I mean, guess that could be the rest. Yeah, of his life. it could yeah. be the rest. Of, I forgot how old he was. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a very grim prediction here. I think Bill Cosby is going to commit suicide before he goes to jail. I'm going to say that right now. Because Bill Cosby is not a kind of guy that feels like – I think he feels he's above the law at this point. Anybody that's tried to take advantage of that many people, there's no way he's going away to prison. No way. I think is that, as grisly as it sounds, I think he'd I kill know. himself before he'd go to prison. I don't know. I don't know Bill Cosby enough to um... – if, if saying all that stuff is true, say he really did abuse 50 women, I picture him – Jumping off a bridge before they'll ever lock his ass away. So, I don't know. I I, I think the dude is. It's he'd be a. It's more depress. It's more depressing to me for him than Rudy. the Johnny Depp thing because Bill Cosby, man, he's one. He's a funny dude, and I grew up on the guy. You know, and yeah, it just, it's depressing to know again. You have this celebrity and the image that they put out there, and Bill Cosby in his colorful sweaters mm-hmm. doing his Cosby dance. You yeah, know, the Family Guy. And underneath, they're just people. You know, and it happens all the time. You get it a celebrity and you learn their true colors, and people are shocked. I thought know? the story was like, over last year when we talked about it. I thought the story was over because you know, okay, nobody can accuse him of any, or nobody can bring him to trial because it's all mm-hmm. old stuff. But it's still going. Do you think on. he'd bring roofies to jail? <laughs> I drugged all the cops and the judge. And Would the you like to take a shower with me? <laughs> What's the verdict? <laughs> Are you feeling sleepy because of the warm water? You should lay down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll stick with celebrities in the loosest sense of the word. Hulk Hogan. Remember that uh, conversation we had about Hulk Hogan winning the Gawker lawsuit about them posting yeah. his sex tape? Oh, he did win it? Yeah. He won. He won the case. Obviously, it's going into uh, uh, appeal and all mm-hmm. that process. Uh, I think it's Jay Trotter or Nick Denton. Nick Denton, I think, is the guy's name that founded Gawker Media, which is this big gossipy website, mm-hmm. and they have all this other, all these other sub websites. Um, about a few months ago, he predicted that Hulk Hogan couldn't have financed all these accusations against Gawker by himself. He doesn't have the money or the finances or the lawyers to bring all these charges. Okay. So he said he's being secretly funded. And sure enough, it came out in the New York Times and everything else that Hulk Hogan is, in fact, being secretly funded by a guy named... Oh, sorry, we lost his name here. <laughs> Peter Thiel. You guys okay. know who that is? Nope. Nope. He is the founder of PayPal. Uh, okay. So yeah, he's he's uh, worth about two billion dollars. Okay. 
And Peter Thiel uh, was in a Gawker article about uh, nine years ago. Okay? Okay. The website's been around for a while. And the article outed him as gay back before he didn't want anybody to really know. Okay. Okay. It's true. He is gay, but okay. he felt this was a uh, Invasion of his privacy? Now, the article, if you read it, it's basically like, we found out that Peter Thiel is gay. We have many sources that's saying this. Okay. We just want to say, you know, good for you, Peter. Like, it's, they were just saying, you know, it's, it's good that more people are coming forward and saying that they're gay. That's basically what the article said. Yeah. Peter didn't take it that way. But, well, Peter didn't come forward and say he no, was gay. No, he didn't say they to, just, he didn't say it in public. He yeah. said it in private, and the information got out, and they reported about it. So he has had a vendetta against this website yeah. for the last uh, nine years or so. Okay. Well, good for him. He got back up finally. Huh? He funded Hulk Hogan's entire case against Gawker. Okay. Cool. Uh, so. Just wanted to take on that because the the argument that's being presented right now, and this is kind of a thinking man's conversation, is uh, the Jeffrey Lamarck call. <laughs> Are you also getting a call from the uh, hair salon? Hello. Ooh. Somebody's got cub Good, tickets. We're from recording. There. Whenever somebody no, calls it's... Luke, it's cub tickets. I don't think that one's cub tickets. It sounds. Oh, like it's his okay. Wife. <laughs> what do you want, wife? <laughs> All right, mate. Don't edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Here's here's an argument. Okay, so a billionaire that has a vendetta against a news site, mm-hmm. they're bringing all of these uh, lawsuits against Gawker, and they're basically nickeling and diming them to the point where no matter what, even if Gawker... Now, are there other lawsuits? What's the other yeah, lawsuits I, I don't he know. He's apparently funding all these things against Gawker media. Okay. okay. Uh, so he's basically using the power of the dollar to... But basically, this is what Scientology does. They lawsuit you to death. To the point where you can't even defend yourself anymore because you can't get lawyers. Mm-hmm. Essentially, destroying their right of speech because so, they can knock out an entire uh, outlet of media. But he's funding because people, he does not like them. He's funding people who can't afford to do this on their own. Basically, so the Gawker is obviously doing something wrong if all these people well, have Hogan, a reason for lawsuits. Not just that. Hulk Hogan, everybody involved. So he's helping other people that have the same problem with them. I, I would guess so. Yeah. So, I mean, I all right. So. Let's say Gawker writes an article about this podcast. Sure, sure. And they come out and say, you know, they out Jonah as gay. All right. Um, now, is it true? Here's the question. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> just clarifying. Okay. But, you know, they out Jonah. It doesn't matter. And Jonah wants to file a lawsuit. And. Jonah doesn't have the money, so Jonah come, finds a someone who's willing to loan him money. What is the difference? Well, I guess in Jonah's case, saying like, "Hey, you outed me." Forget about the, uh, why he yeah. is. It's the no, process it's, of they're wronging people. They're, they're, they're if I if I go to if I go to Jonah and I say, "Hey, I need to file a lawsuit. These people said something bad about me, um, but I can't afford it. Can you loan me the money?" Okay. And Jonah says, "Yeah, I'll do it." I don't. I, I don't even know why. But yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah, this guy's loaning me money to do this." Yeah, because I, he feels that I've been wrong, just like he was. I will. I will take this viewpoint or this uh, this line of questioning to you because we've always talked about. Uh, say Is it like, a question for lawyer Luke? Do I need yeah, to get my diploma? You might, you might want to get your deployer out, but uh, okay. deployer, deployer. <laughs> I just made a new word. Get your deployer out. Um, we talked about like guys sharing emails that are like racially charged or have a funny joke in them. They should know better, but should they lose their job over it? In the case of Gawker, we have one case where they posted a video as a media outlet. 
Gawker employs hundreds of employees uh, for this one thing, should their whole company be destroyed for this one story, which and I think we all well, agree. Here's a different, here's no, no, a different. Not I'm just, one I'm just story, though, no, 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 is the point of this. Here's the Gawker story. Let's go about the, I agree with you guys that the, the Hulk Hogan should have won this trial against him. I think it was an invasion of privacy. But does the entire system need to fall down based on one story because... Well, it's more than yeah. one story, it sounds like. Here's yeah. the difference, the though. Uh, somebody in a company. All right. Luke Enterprises. Nah, I like All that. All right. <laughs> that <laughs> you, deserves to fall. You sell Luke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of my employees, one of my thousands of employees, sends out an email to someone else that's uh, got racial slurs in it. All right. And it's an internal email, but it leaks out and people find out. He's not doing that as a representative of the company. He's doing that as a representative of himself. So, And it's an internal situation. So it's down to me to say, here's what I'm doing with you, X, Y, Z. In this situation, it would be Luke Enterprises and my editor who represents me and determines what is put out into the public. Okay, This is an official matter going out where a I, my company functions on uh, – you know, putting the news, and I'm doing quotes, out there. And once I put that out there, this is someone I've hired to determine what goes out there. Okay. He's representing the company. So one is an internal thing. One is something that was put out in public, but with my permission, even though maybe I didn't see it originally, Mm -hmm. I put someone in charge of doing that. So shouldn't the writer and the editor and the maybe the boss of Gawker be fired as opposed to the entire well, company? Well, I as destroyed? the as I as an owner, I might do that. Yeah. But you know, I But you have a billionaire funding this to basically Well, this is but he know. has a right to do that. Yeah. It's so, not he's not doing anything illegal, is he? I it, no, and that's the that's the case. He has enough he's money. Not violating every, free, no. He's not violating free speech. It's been said multiple times by probably everyone sitting at this table. You have a right to say what you want, sure. but you also have to deal with the consequences of, of what, what you say. Yeah. So it's it, the way I picture this whole thing is like say there was a guy out there, say Trump is not liking a story portrayed by him by the New York Times. Okay. They just had a story come out. Uh, he said it was a hatchet job. All these women saying he was uh, abusive to them. Like, not hitting or anything like that, but his ways with women are terrible. He's, okay. He calls us pigs and shit like that. If Donald Trump wanted to sue the New York Times mm-hmm. and say libel, I believe, is when it's in print, mm-hmm. he could do that. Sure. Yeah. Donald Trump has the financial backing to destroy the New York Times. It's a matter they have a team of lawyers, but he could systematically take down one news. No, no, no. Is no, it no, true? Just, let me finish. It. Is it true? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Is it true? Well, the, the, they're, the they're, Hulk Hogan story is true. No, but they're, they're, they're quoting people. They're, they're doing legitimate uh, work to, to find sources as opposed to Gawker, which is just saying things. They heard somebody say that so-and-so was gay, so they reported right. on it's, it. But it's true. They found a video from this somebody else. This is a else. woman reporting her story. All right. Okay. They but didn't dig into Donald Trump's. They didn't, they didn't go into Donald Trump's uh, personal things and pull out a videotape of him calling a woman a pig or a bitch. What they did was someone He's came and said, here's those. the story. They researched the they researched the story. Yeah. They find it to be true. He can sue them, and they can countersue him for expenses, for and, all the expenses, and tear him down that way too. Because if it's a true story and you stand behind what your story is, sure. you know, and if he sues them for reporting this, even though it's true, I mean, that's freedom of speech because that's someone else's – 
story. I just think personally, I and you can use the loosest sense of the word journalism. I think journalism can be compromised by anybody that has the financial backing to basically destroy any outlet sure. they want to. Sure. So somebody like Trump and somebody like Thiel can basically get rid of a news outlet that they disagree with, regardless of what they're saying is true or not, because they can sue them to death. And they can be in litigation for years to the point where the company can't afford to pay. Thiel isn't suing them to death because they didn't do any. They reported the truth to Thiel about Thiel. He's gay. He can't sue saying you said I was gay. But then he has the vendetta and all that stuff. Well, sucks. They shouldn't have fucking done it then. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. You guys probably got the same thought process on this one. Like, whatever happens, happens. I'm. Yeah, I could give a fuck what happens to Gawker. It comes down to the fact that it is Gawker. I mean, it's. Well, the, the same thing can happen. With it could happen any to anybody. But, be, but because you're telling yeah. me about Gawker, I couldn't care less about Gawker. I've never read anything <laughs> from Gawker. It, it, it's, it sounds like the, the rag magazines you see when you're walking through the grocery store and you look at the pictures Basically, and you move along. Basically, that's what I mean, it is. It's an online... It's a National you know, Enquirer. National yeah, Enquirer yeah. functioned for years just randomly making shit up. Yeah. It's it's any of these <laughs> websites that post a news story like... Which it, if yeah. you TMZ. Want to it, TMZ, yeah. It's yeah. TMZ. Like, I don't... I mean... All I right. Care less. I, I think it's an interesting thing. I hope uh, they don't go away, but at the same time, you know, they did post that fucking tape. So. I hope I never care. Uh, <laughs> I hope this is the last we talk about it. No, we'll talk about it some more. All right. I hope we should just keep looking at those pictures. That's fucking nice. Um, <laughs> thank you, Luke. <laughs> Got some more um, conspiracy theories for you guys. Oh, great. Oh, who are these from now? I got a couple new ones, and since, you, since a lot of people like the conspiracy theories that I've talked to like three people, but still, they, Fog- they, they, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You mean Fogel? Fogel, the conspiracy theory stuff I love, and I always like your guys and in, uh, interpretations of these conspiracy theories, <laughs> whether or not they're true. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, just put some porn on right now. Come on, everyone, circle jerk. Let's go. Wow, um, and I'm out. Oh. Uh, guys, have you ever heard of the conspiracy theory that Tom Petty is dead? Yes. No. He's dead? Don't know this one? No, no, no. So apparently, after the first Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers album came out, in 1970, I believe it was, Tom Petty was shot and went into a coma. And the real Tom Petty actually died in 1996 after he's been in a coma for 26 years. Based on the absolute popularity of the band at the time, they felt rather than just let the band fade away, they got in an exact voice and lookalike to carry on Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers while never revealing that their band guy was shot because apparently he was shot for being a racist, and they never wanted the story to get out. He got in a fight with a black guy, and he shot him in the head. Sounds like the black guy's racist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tom Petty's the one that was shot. So what do you you think of the Tom Petty? This is is on the fucking internet. Everything's on the internet. Yeah, but I've I've heard this one back as far as when Man Cow was on the air. So really what you're saying is that Tom Petty never really was. I mean, so whoever this guy is. is, All right, well, the Tom Petty now... Looks dead. So <laughs> <laughs> I, come on, seriously, this is so. With all the Tom Petty we went songs through out this. There, only like what with all the people dead. that have died prematurely <laughs> that have you know talent. Tupac, Elvis, Jim Morrison, uh, 
John Bonham. No, I saw Tupac the other day. No, nope, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna save Tom Petty. That's the one thing I never got about this theory of like why Tom Petty? Yeah, why not like, why not Michael Jackson? <laughs> why not Prince? No, Tom Petty. Come um, on, another conspiracy theory. Want another dead one? All whatever, right. you, whatever you got, man. Conspiracy theory. Does anyone believe this that you know? Joan yeah. Rivers was murdered by the Obamas. <laughs> Did you guys hear this one? No. no. Awesome, because I'm going to play it for you right now. This is ridiculous. This comes from a right-wing website. Really? Yes. That's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking, even. Which one? Uh, is it, oh, this didn't. This is, didn't it, is it one of Luke's? This that didn't he, that come he... from JoeBiden.com. <laughs> No, not one of Luke's unfollowed uh, all political websites. Did you drop them finally? Have you really? I dropped off. I just got tired because I, I, you know, they were chicks on the road. They would rip on. They'd rip on Hillary, and I'd say yep. And then other, <laughs> I'd see other websites that all ripped right. on Trump, and I'd go yup. You guys, you ready? Okay, here we go. Comedian Joan Rivers has died just two months after calling President Obama gay and Michelle Obama a transsexual. Rivers has been on life support at Mount Sinai Hospital since she had a cardiac arrest in New York last week. Back in July, Rivers caused outrage when she said that President Barack Obama was a homosexual and that Michelle Obama, the first lady, was a transgender. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a transgender. I'm sorry, she's a what? And the conspiracy theorists are already going wild. Here's one example. I was telling my friends when she came out calling Michelle a tranny. And bringing that much attention to the subject. Now they claim during surgery she had a heart attack and now is in a coma. Pretty sure she will never wake up. And here's another example. Quote, yes, it's blatantly obvious they killed her. And only a short time after her very revealing admission on camera that we have a faggot and a transsexual <laughs> in the White House. So, over the next... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so. <laughs> all right. Let's get this out of Oh my god! That comes from MrConservative.com. Now, now the, the guy that the, was doing the, the narration voice, he does not agree with. I think his the voice theory. that Michelle Obama was a transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys uh, take on that conspiracy theory? Well, Michelle Obama is a tranny, so let's start with that. I, lo- I think <laughs> wow. she's hot, man. Oh Sorry. god, she's the hottest first lady in the last thirty years. Name another one that's hotter. Jenna Bush. She's not a first lady. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You, I, they, are they gonna, why would they take out Joan Rivers with all the shit that's said about o, the Obamas? Why wouldn't they take out someone who actually matters? Oh, it's beautiful. You, know, you think he's like, yo, Michelle, uh, let's assassinate the uh, former fill-in host for The Tonight Show from the 80s. Who now does red carpet <laughs> shit with their ugly ass daughter? Obama's a homosexual. <laughs> Come on, uh, Jonah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You think this one holds water? Come on. Five uh, percent. Give me five percent. Give me a percentage, Junior. Yeah, I, yeah. I just said five. Yeah. No, man. This is, it's hilarious. This is just clearly a motivation. The Obamas don't strike me as much as I think that. Someone like Hillary would do whatever it takes. 
the Obamas don't strike me as the assassinate Joan Rivers type. I think <laughs> Hillary killed Joan Rivers, framing the Obamas. For, mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. then leaked it to the website. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more conspiracy theory. You know what I like to have done on the weekends? I like to have my taint tongue. <laughs> it feels really good. Is that Ringo? <laughs> hey, Paul, let's get rid of Clarence and steal all those good ideas. <laughs> they killed Tom Petty. Um, so uh, another another celebrity that just died this year, David Bowie, was killed by the Illuminati. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? The Illuminati member being you like in saying particular, Illuminati. This in particular, Queen Elizabeth. Okay. And the uh, now, was Bowie part of the Illuminati? No. And this is the reason he was killed. He, he was offered, no, like that's significant. <laughs> he was no. He was offered membership <laughs> twice. Oh, and turned it down. You see, the royal family wanted to knight David Bowie, and he said, "This is ridiculous. Like this, this is a pointless title, whatever." And it was this like is ridiculous. Your- <laughs> what voice is that? <laughs> Jamaican? <laughs> you know, <it's> Jamaican British? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So I don't want to be an Illuminati. Apparently, he was offered it again. <laughs> Did you keep using your Bowie voice, yeah. please. <laughs> Jamaican British. David What's so funny? <laughs> Where do you live? Right near the beach. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to get through. <laughs> she said Obama was a fag. <laughs> I need a beer. Oh shit! I'm crying. That's sweet. <laughs> I want to bring up the recorded faggot. <laughs> I haven't laughed this hard since we did the Russians talking about Jonah. This wall, it goes nowhere. Why does he climb it? Why does he climb on? It goes nowhere. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, apparently they wanted to knight him many years ago, and they tried again in the year 2013. The number 13 being very significant. Right, of course. Illuminati. 13. 13, Oh, yeah, I totally understand. So, since he refused them, they waited to the appropriate time to murder David Bowie. Showing that the most uh, talented innovators can be brought down in a matter of seconds by the Illuminati. What do you guys think? Who are they sh- showing this to? What do you mean? Like you said, that they're, they're, oh, they're the showing people, that like, the Illuminati can bring down the most talented innovative. Hey, I mean, I, the Illuminati, as far as the world is concerned, doesn't the, exist. The theory I mean, is he was approached by them, and he said no, and so they murdered him. So, so they were just showing him that they could murder him. Like, maybe other people. I'm a little worried. Know. The yeah. Joliet Chamber of Commerce has asked me to join multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> is Joliet that was Andrew Opresetic. Is it the Illuminati? Part of the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick Broll, how'd you like to join? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what voice it is, but it's awesome. Um, we'll, we'll take you down, cartoon drawer. <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey. We can make your eyesight perfect. No one can do that. I can do that for you. <laughs> I'm the Illuminati. No one can do that. Uh, all right. <laughs> so you guys don't you think David Bowie was not killed by the Illuminati? No. Okay. No, I don't. Right. I don't. 
One percent. If the Illuminati is, is exists and controls as much as it does, I think that's the least of their concern. Uh, yeah, again, David Bowie turning it <laughs> down. Look at the. You got to look at the level of risk versus what they gain. Maybe we should kill David Bowie. Why would we Why, expose would, ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Why would we take now? Whose idea was that? Okay, so um, we're gonna do what would Macklemore do? And uh, Ryan and Macklemore, you guys usually answer moral and ethics questions. However, I didn't bring that today. And everyone's got to do a little homework. Uh, You're going to have to go online and look at this commercial. But first, I'm going to show it to you guys. Okay? This is a commercial. Tell everybody. Tell them the article. And and then tell them to pause. From Uh gizmodo.com. G-I-Z-M-O-D-O. The title of the article is Yo, Fuck This Commercial. There it is. All right. right. You can look it up. I I, I could write that. Okay. So apparently this commercial comes from China. Uh, What color are the Chinese? Okay. Woman is washing clothes. Okay. Guy walks in. He he black, so he right. I'll turn it down a little bit. Now, there's an Asian woman washing clothes, and the black guy walks in. He thinks she's hot. Yeah. And she shoves him oh, yeah. into the washer. Uh-huh. And the guy is obviously in the washer screaming. Oh, they and- she, he washed the black <laughs> off. She washed the black off of him. Uh, this commercial was released on May 26, 2016, so this is not something old. Oh, that's not right. For Mr. Sparkle, apparently. That's not right, man. Can't <laughs> <laughs> oh, you send your dirt back to unconsciousness? Oh, man. So, Mackle, uh, Ryan, mm. you just saw an Asian woman shove a black man into a washer. Yeah, that and racist he came in out itself. As a, as a Chinese man. <laughs> yeah. Jo- <laughs> Wait, I don't know if that's Macklemore that's speechless <laughs> or Jonah that's speechless. It's a bit of both, I think. Uh, oh, man. That, that thing Mac, exists in You can't the world. let that happen. We've got to write a song about <laughs> this. We've we got to work together on this song. Uh, is, oh, obviously, sh- she should have been using Oxy. The Chinese, man. Damn right. But we got to love the Chinese, too. They're people, too. <laughs> so what, we, we, we change them with love? Yeah. Should we write a song? We write a song about... Oh, yeah. You know, one day... We could guys, sample a song. If you guys actually come to the show with a song, I'll let you sing it. I'll put a beat behind it and everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you guys should do oh. that. I can write your song. All right, Magdalene yeah, and anything. Ryan are obviously You the bomb. What you the bomb. What do Luke and Jonah think of the Chinese commercial <laughs> that you just oh, saw? Oh, God. You look visibly offended that, right now. I mean, now. That's, that is that, it's surprising that that's like a 2060. I mean, I don't live in China, so I don't know what it's like, but that's pretty surprising. I was reading the comments about it. Like, apparently racism in China is not nearly viewed the same way it's viewed in the United States. It's extremely kicker. offensive, but you have to take into account there are no black people in China. It's like there's not too many people to get offended by yeah, a group. That's... And that's you got to it's a completely different culture. It, it's a completely yeah. They have Nazi That's cafes different. in some of these places of the world. I'm not kidding like Nazi themed like well they wear swastika on their shirts wow. and everything and yeah. serve food. It's like considered a world war. Are you II talking theme. about when you go to Germany or No, no. Oh my god. Don't listen to this part of the show. <laughs> um, um Oh, they listen, don't they? Cut that out. Dude, they <laughs> they don't they don't joke about that. They No, man. That yeah. is such a dark 
period they're of their history. Yeah, like, they're gonna yeah. be a little bit upset about that. Yeah. Oh, they they they're embarrassed. It's like, sure. <laughs> it's a even, even kids that have nothing to do with it. Like say they're thirty, twenty five, twenty. Like they don't. That's a taboo topic. It's almost like calling them a bad word. Sure, yeah, they, they just that. They, they're ashamed. Oh, it's deep, deep shame. But I mean, like this, this should be something that I just. <laughs> That's so blatant. It's you. He, they just washed the black off of that guy. Yeah, what do you think, Luke? Like, Luke I think you got a little smile out of the. <laughs> that's comedy. It's China. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? It's China. It's not America. We got no say in what they do. If if that commercial was in the United States, oh, wouldn't make it. Oh no no no! no, no. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow! Even I'm offended by that. Okay, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. They're saying their detergent is so strong it could it could wash the black off of somebody. It's so fucked. But up. even I could look at that and go, yeah. yeah. You know, you don't want to. You know, no. You what was that actor that. thinking? Like, uh, take the job. Yeah, you wash the black off well, of me. He's like, the, he's, he's one of the, he's the only black guy in China. Black guys in China, and the job is they're whitewashing all the rules there. So- <laughs> Wow, that sounded funnier after I thought about it. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah. We're always bringing it back. That's, okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. I thank you, uh, guys. Uh, we're going to write a song. That's that's the official verdict on it's that. It's China. <laughs> yeah, we can get Ringo to write the song with us. All right. Um, yeah, he'd be good. You guys want a little uh, I thought Dr. he died. Luke? Okay. The Illuminati killed him, yeah. Probably. Dr. Yeah. Luke is a segment where okay, I... Okay, uh, hang on. Let me oh, get Ryan oh, out of here. <laughs> Ryan, get out of <laughs> that diploma. Get, get Ryan out and David Bowie out and the Scottish get, get uh, Jamaican up. dude. Okay, go ahead. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke and Dr. Jonah sex and relationship advice questions I steal off the internet. And they give us their best professional uh, answers for these questions. That's redundant. Dr. Luke. <laughs> Dr. Jonah. Uh-huh. Got some got some softballs today, but you know a lot of people. It's wedding season coming up. Uh, we are actually going to my brother in law Andrew Oprazetic's, uh wedding engagement party. Engagement party. Engagement party. And this is a did question. you have an engagement party? I did actually. Did I, I, I did yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a small thing. We had a barbecue here. I remember doing it, and yeah, it, was it was simple. Over at, uh, Amy's mom's house. <clears throat> but there's a lot of people, it's wedding season, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, people start getting married, June wedding, July weddings, and they have these engagement parties. And the question that we actually got, and I've heard it three times this week, what present, if any, do you give for an engagement party? A card? <clears throat> yeah, it, a card. I, I don't think we got anything. I don't remember really. I mean, maybe some like little knickknack things. A or lot something. of people say nothing, and I thought you had to give something. So I don't. I, I don't. I mean, thought, like, you, you don't the, give money. You, get, right? you give stuff at the shower. Wait, you give stuff at the wedding. What does this have to do with Doctor Luke? You know, relationships. You're, you're it's a not a relationship count. thing. Hey, well, Doctor Luke, no, they're asking not. your advice. You're a doctor. And you delve into all fields of love and sex. Yeah, this isn't love and sex. This is fucking dear. You're asking Abby if you bullshit. can have sex at the engagement party. This is dear Abby bullshit. I refuse to field this question. Well, the next, <laughs> the next one is kind of in the same tome, Doctor Luke. I mean, we, all we, right, we, you don't get shit. What else? What's next? <laughs> wow, uh, could, uh, cut that off. Sticking with wedding season. What's the average price you give for a wedding as a present? That's a good question. Average? Yeah, a lot of people well, don't I know. Well, I think this. I think 100 bucks is the fallback. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um is that per person or 
per couple. No, per couple. Per couple. Um, I think it's gone up. It depends on who it is. I mean, I'll give and if I don't know going. the person. Like if it's like we, get, if Amy and I got invited to some random cousin of hers that I'd never met, I'd mm-hmm. give a hundred bucks. I got you. If it's you know one of my employees that I have a fondness for or a close friend, I give one fifty, two hundred. I mean, the funny thing was, um, we had our wedding, and then there were like three three weddings right after that sure um that you we basically right we back. just gave her right yeah, back yeah, yeah right you, right back. you keep that list of what they she gave was you like, like, she's like oh, oh this? uh this uh gay couple that we went to their wedding they gave us 300 bucks and she was like wow frank and sandor gave us 300 bucks i'm like they know they're getting it right back <laughs> i would have been you know here's 10 grand what am i gonna slip my 50 out there so there you That's go buddy you bring a coffee maker <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look what I got you! <laughs> I found it on sale at Target for nineteen ninety five. <laughs> Thanks for the three hundred. <laughs> I think it also depends on where the wedding is. If you're having a wedding in a backyard, you're not going to give them three hundred dollars. If they're having a really fancy one, oh, so you're going location. Location. I in the never front. thought of that. So, like the people doing the VFW hall weddings and stuff like that, you feel like a hundred dollars a little bit more. Justified what, you're, what you're trying to do is trying to at least, at least match the plate. At yeah. least match the plate, if not I go above. I looked it. it up. The average um, plate is like sixty-eight bucks. But like, if you're saying destination, like my sister's getting married in Sanibel Island, so I have to spend fifteen hundred dollars to go to her wedding. She's probably not getting a lot of money from me. It goes hand in hand with the next part of this this wedding question because there's a few of them that come out. Like, okay, if you're part of the <laughs> bridal party, like maybe you could borrow the money from the, the guy who started PayPal. You guys have been <laughs> you guys have been grooms <laughs> you guys have been groomsmen in several weddings. Yeah. Uh, are you still obligated to give the groom a present because yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. you're you're already shelling out give or take yeah. three hundred dollars through the course of the wedding. The, if the groom knows you. They know your financial situation. Sure. Like, my friends came in from California. I told them all, I don't expect a gift from you. You're traveling here. You're spending money. Mm-hmm. I, I think told that's them. nice that and you say that, they actually too. all won money gambling, so then they end up giving us some nice. money anyway, mm-hmm. saying, hey, we just got Luke's gift. And they, you know. So I, I think, especially like a groomsman, you look and you say, I know their financial situation. They, you know, they sprung for a tux and all the pre-bullshit that mm-hmm. you got to do you know all right well this next question at least give nothing a, to do a with card it. because we got stiffed with no card how many people by a couple. You? Uh, i don't remember did i stiff you because i don't, I don't remember I did. <laughs> did i stiff you i don't think um, I, did. <laughs> I don't think i did we had a couple and some just gave a card and I, I went you know they probably don't whatever but there were there were some people that gave us nothing like not even a card I've and i went had three of those wow we have them written down <laughs> I, I i i had Who people uh, one of them was actually, and she, and she and she brought a date. And she when didn't we told get her, card. she didn't get me any. And she wasn't supposed to have a date, was she? When she wasn't supposed to have the she date. Was. She's great, but we, we've always said this: like, give us one penny. Yeah. And she invited somebody when we told her not to. So and uh, did the exact same thing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You write it down because who was the third? <laughs> uh, the third one was okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was expected. <laughs> Oh, Rich also stiffed me too, but he made up for it years later. Yeah, you know, yeah, only, he apologized. He's like, "I didn't get you a wedding present." The only wedding I ever remember not getting anything for was actually my buddy John. I was the best man. Well, I was supposed to be best co-best man in his wedding. I ended up dropping down because his brother was being a bitch <laughs> to just a groomsman. Sure, he was. And it it took me. I did, like, I, it sounds I, like yeah, you were being yeah. the bitch. It sounds like you didn't no, get I, the rose, bachelor. <laughs> and I actually I realized like a year later that I'd never gotten him anything. I, I ended up making it up. I don't forget I forget how, but. 
Oh, you still got to get him? Yeah. yeah. No, I got I got him. Well, then I got a divorce. So it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Little jerky goes a long way. Um, this next question is not related to weddings, uh, but I think you guys can answer it um, based on past relationships. There are many methods that people use when they're angry with each other. They're passive aggressive or they yell. One of them is the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. wrote on the E Not Alone site, how long should I put up with the silent treatment? So the quick version of the story is a guy and a girl uh, have been dating for months. The girl goes out with all of her girlfriends to a party, to a band. She jumps on stage, and the band guy lifts her up, and he's holding her like a cradle style, and his hand's on her ass, and she's going, woo! She turned into a woo girl. Mm-hmm. And she takes these photos, and she sends them to her boyfriend, saying, we're having a great time. Dude gets really pissed off at the pictures that he's getting sent, and was the guy making out with her on stage? No, just holding no, her? he just he just mad that you know you know I don't like when people touch you. He's getting a little, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, possessive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't like guys touching you, you flirting. So she's like, I'm really sorry, but he's been giving her the silent treatment for three days. He's still around, just Something angry like about that. It. Silent treatment, like not responding to text, not responding, not responding to, phone to calls, much of anything. Well, I would assume that he's doing the slow fade and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great Here's the deal. term. Here's the deal with the silent treatment. It's got to fit the crime. Yeah. Okay, so that situation, I give her the silent treatment. You know, she comes back, maybe sleeps over. I wake up, I ignore her for maybe half a day, and then I address the issue. But did you bang before you ignore? Well, yeah. No. <laughs> um, you don't have to. You don't have to talk while you're having sex. You know, sex. It, I mean, it, that is not. That. You know, if she like, I'm trying to think of something that would be more than that, but not warrant a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't warrant a breakup at all. But I mean, the silent treatment is almost. If such she a dick move. went out and had a drink with an ex and nothing happened, without my knowledge, and then I find out about it. You know, but here's the situation: is she sent him the pictures, yeah. thinking she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. She was having fun. So the. the not give the silent treatment serves no purpose because she still didn't think she did anything wrong. You give her this. You need to say it makes me uncomfortable that yeah. you went and did this. Okay, if she tried to do something behind your back, that warrants a couple days probably. This guy sounds like a fucking possessive bitch. Have you ever done the silent treatment? Yeah, only because I either a didn't think it was worth. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get into it because it was like. Oh, I, so you've done silent treatment just to avoid a fight? To avoid a fight. Uh, um, I never thought of that. Or I didn't. I thought <laughs> yeah, the person didn't didn't didn't, mm. didn't deserve my words, and it was just I was ready to move on. Luke's got the best words. Uh, <laughs> I do. I give good word. <laughs> um, you know, and I've given the silent treatment because I didn't know how I wanted to phrase what I wanted to say. Mm. I did. I knew I was mad. I didn't quite. I wrap my mind around why I was mad, mm-hmm. what was said, why, why it hit me so hard. Especially if it's something that, you know, uh, on the surface looks very vanilla. Yeah. But if you say, well, it bothers me that you did this because you're always doing something like this or it makes me feel like this. Then the silent treatment comes in as sort of a buffer where I don't just start blurting out random shit and I wait to be able to address it like a mature adult. I'm going to try that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm usually just blurt. <laughs> it oh. never works out well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not a. I don't. Fights tend to ruin my day. Yeah. So yeah, I, I not... have to rate the value of the day. That's why I pick a fight right before bed and then I say night. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Silent treatment? You ever gone through that? Probably. I mean, I, I think I we use we don't like 
fight a lot. Well, Aaron gave you the silence at is, one point, right? Don't I think we do it to each other a lot. Like, if we get mad at each other, we just kind of, like, separate for half an hour. You're going to your corners. Bring it back together. That's not really the silent truth. Well, it, it can be, yeah. I mean, you're not talking. You're, avoid, uh, you're avoiding an argument. Or you're avoiding a situation that's going to lead to an argument. So I always picture the silent treatments like you both sitting on the couch, and you're like, hey, what do you think about this show? Mm-hmm. What do you think of the characters? Mm-hmm. You know, just not responding to anything just kind of like not responding because they're stupid questions well you know somebody just trying to bridge the communication <laughs> more than anything yeah, else. And, um, like, please talk to me yeah, yeah i you know. i would rather actually use the silent treatment than get into an argument or a fight yeah. like you guys are pro silent treatment you got to use the silent treatment you know it, it can't be a days. breakdown in communication i wouldn't do i wouldn't be silent that's, for that's, three days it was like for yeah an hour you can't maybe, have you, know, you can't have a breakdown in communication the silent treatment could be a good buffer to avoid a bigger fight than the situation deserves keep it up for three goddamn days yeah he's just being a baby (laughs) yeah he's being a baby time to move on honey start dating the lead singer of that band (laughs) thank you doctors for your medical advice we appreciate it um the only thing that i had left for the show was uh bringing up top fives and lists and stuff like that no um jonah owes us a one true three as well yeah we've talked about it did did you have do you have no i don't have one today no no i see i I told luke i'm trying to find something that you don't know about me to use but i'd rather save uh the list because this is not really a list i was just looking up fun topics and one of them was uh the biggest box office bombs of all time we could probably save it for next show but it's it was interesting article to see see how much money a movie's lost especially these big budget ones because i was just thinking it after walking out of angry birds i thought this movie's gonna fucking bomb it's not actually but uh they did an article on gods of egypt for the onion Mm -hmm. did you see that 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 was perfect it's like studio executives leaked documents knew that this movie was coming out or something like that so that movie is when it's up there too so there's a lot of movies out there that i stop and go Somebody green-lighted this. Mm-hmm. Somebody went, oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I mean, like the Tetris tri- Trilogy? Tetris Trilogy. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see if that ever comes out. <clears throat> you guys got anything left for the show? Did I miss anything? No, ah. I have some, but we can, we can do it next time, too. What you got? Well, Erin wanted us to talk about this because she was reading an article. Sure. And there's a new kind of bullying going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is right up Luke's alley. <laughs> not, uh, you know, there's cyberbullying. There's actual bullying. There's physical bullying. There's, you know, mental bullying. Silent treatment bullying. Silent treatment bullying. <laughs> there's now in is schools really with, the, um, with, with all of the allergies kids have, there's now allergy bullying. Where if a kid has a peanut allergy, kids will come. There's an article I was reading before I came over about a kid that was like in kindergarten. Told another kid that I have a peanut and I'm going to make you eat it. And I guess this is going on. Like kids that have allergies say it all the that's time. That's not bullying. That's assault. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, in kindergarten, he, it's not assault. Is he physically holding the kid down he, and making it? No, he didn't have a peanut. He was just telling him that he did. There's oh, other like situ- a threat of harm. The threat, yeah. There's other situations I, where kids bring stuff into the classroom, which you're not supposed to, that is an allergy, just to, just to tease a kid or to bully him. Well, that's threatening someone with, like, a weapon. It's like, I mean, saying, like, yeah, I'm going to do he, this. I mean, I've said shit like, I'm going to fart on you or... Well, that's not like going to kill somebody. <laughs> well, but yeah, but I don't know. In the right circumstances, right. <laughs> yesterday that may have to be bringing bringing a, a peanut, peanut in <laughs> and threatening a kid, yeah. saying, "I'm going to touch you when the kid could die." Yeah, that I that warrants some sort of. Uh, Apparently, it's going on quite a bit from what the articles. Five year olds, I just don't see the five year olds going on. Up there, five, I could see them saying it like, "I'm going to hit you with a peanut." Like that's it. Well, they, a five year old doesn't even understand the. Yeah. What that peanut could do to the kid. I just don't picture a five-year-old digging through peanuts at home and then bringing them to school and waving them in front of some kid's face. I, well, that's just, that's it, a lot. You of don't picture it, but it, it does happen apparently. Somebody like, that won't remember that memory and probably. 
Remember that time you waved peanuts? No. I don't So that's what bullying's gotten to. Like, it, it used to just Allergy be bullying. picking on one person, you know, because they were a dork or... I want you guys to you know, The world's a strange place. Right now. I think it's... it's uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure I glad I can eat peanuts. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Oh, go listen to all the shows on the disease. Peanuts network. in a shell. Um, that just happened. Salted and honey roast. The badge dialogues. <laughs> Mixed Not nuts jugs. that have peanuts. Um, that just happened. Something gate. I think I said Peanut that butter and jelly. And the mothership. You're going to get a disease. <laughs> For Dr. Lou. Planters. Dr. Jonah. And Nick. I'm out. Go get a disease, everybody. George Washington Carver. <laughs> Wash him. <laughs>